Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike the intern and my favorite Santa Claus, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a Thursday morning. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 ho. Yes, <laughs> Ned, good morning. And, uh, you know. a few good shots to do that. Too, oh, yeah. <laughs> this was our fourth take, believe it or not. Um, so, it's been kind of a crazy up and up and down week for the Chiefs. I mean, you you start the week off first place from a three and four record to now number one seed in the AFC, and then you know the accolades for the performance on Sunday starts coming down. You know Travis's AFC Player of the Week, which is awesome, Offensive Player of the Week. You start seeing that we got six Pro Bowlers that made it. That's great stuff. But then the bad news is we've got a ton, ton of guys testing for COVID. Now, yesterday there were no new positives, correct? That is correct. And we did get some guys back including Willie Gay Jr., Legarius Sneed, and Josh Gordon. Those dudes are back. Harrison Butker is out since he's not vaccinated. We've already got some kid that looks like he just graduated high school. Yeah, I think he did. Have you seen this kid? He's young. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm not dogging him because, like, dude, if I was a professional kicker at that age, come on, man, forget about it. But He's now with the Kansas City Chiefs. Everyone seems to think good, but uh, it's 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 trending in the right direction. I'm just surprised at Butker. I really am. But hey, that's that's the rule. I think a lot of folks are mystified as to why this happened all of a sudden. Well, keep in mind that on Monday the protocol changed and the NFL implemented their new system, a system that's designed to get vaccinated players who may show some signs of positivity somewhere along the line a quicker chance to get back. As a result, you were the testing ramped up and it was a different level of testing. All right, that's why you had so many positives. Now, whether or not any of these guys, in the case of Sneed, that is not a COVID. That's an injury and, well, actually, it's a family disturbance mm-hmm. and he was unable to practice. Well, he has been now. But you did, did get two guys back uh, on the practice field yesterday. There may be more today, depending on how this protocol works and what the situation is and who knows you may get Kelsey and you may get Hill and you may get some of the others Bolton and people like that you may get them back on Sunday it is not a given yet but it is a possibility that's why I think the Chiefs are waiting Andy Reid is optimistic he thinks some of these guys can come back Uh, Patrick Mahomes does too but Mahomes says hey we'll be all right even without them we can we can play it does look now as though that game is going to go on as scheduled 330 actually 325 on Sunday afternoon which means that Ned talk uh, will start at one o'clock on uh, right here on the cave and the reason I'm bringing it up is we ain't doing a show tomorrow is why (laughs) no 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 we got to get it in now Um, yes and I'll I'll, I'll give props to coach Andy Reid big time because um, you know when when all this stuff started coming down on Tuesday the sky was falling and then yesterday he gets on the press conference and he's like look Next man up, we're going to do this. And I was like, okay, well, it looks like I might actually get to see a game at Arrowhead on Sunday. So hopefully hopefully that's the way it goes. Hopefully we get guys back. But again, we got one more day of testing today for sure. And if it swings back the other way, well, they'll handle it, I'm sure. Uh, but that's definitely, I'm sure, had some kind of uh, cause for concern for some of your guys in Vegas as far as uh, the spread and the odds for this game. Interestingly enough, it did not. Really? No, the Chiefs are still a seven and a half point favorite. Now, that may fluctuate a little bit here in the next couple of days and fluctuate down a little bit if, in fact, these main players can't be in there. Still, the Chiefs are still a pretty good team. Come on, they're, they're a championship level ball club. They'll somehow rebound. They just have the inner working to do that, and they have the front office to make it done. 
uh, make it get done with key players coming in. That's what you do. You step up and bring in key individuals from your practice squad or maybe sign somebody like the kicker. There are ways to mitigate all of this circumstance. I did find, a, <laughs> and this is amazing, in the news media, a positive note. And the positive note was that in South Africa, where all this allegedly started, this is the Omicron, which is, gang, is it's a cold is what it is. Uh, this Omicron is now trending downward. That's good. So, so it's so quick. Maybe, yeah, it's, it's, it's it pretty seem, fast. It seems like it's quick. Also, uh, the guys in the Army supposedly have got a one and done for everything that they're about ready to start testing. So that is looking good, too. It's uh, smart dudes it, down the there. whole thing is so unknown. Uh, yeah. That's what about it. But you, the thing about it is, we don't panic for no. heaven's don't sake. Don't panic. Heaven's Listen sake. to Coach Andrew Reed's press conferences. He'll put you at ease. Uh, so we also have one more Thursday night football game tonight. We'll be at Coyote starting at seven. Our very own Leslie is actually in Nashville for this game tonight. She's a big 49ers fan. Her first chance to actually see the Niners, which is pretty cool. They take on the Titans. Music City. That's where it'll be in the very nice uh, stadium that the uh, Tennessee Titans have in Nashville. Be an interesting ball game. The Titans need to win it, and so do the 49ers. San Francisco is still in the playoff hunt. Probably as a wild card team, but the fact of the matter remains that both teams have playoff aspirations. Can they get it done? This will be a big game tonight coming up 48 hours before Christmas, and uh, just just a, a really good scenario. Incidentally, there are two games on Christmas mm-hmm. Day, too, in the NFL. Uh, hopefully, they'll all go on as planned. I think they will. I think they will, too. And again, um, a lot of t- it beca- it's because of that opened up playoff situation that almost seems like almost every team, with the exception of uh, like New York or New York, who <laughs> aren't going to the game. But both New York. That's <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Uh, but it, it, it seems like a lot of teams, but I guess as Chiefs fans, we're rooting for the 49ers tonight because we want more space between us and Tennessee. That is for sure. So did the Bears get some Christmas magic on the West Coast? They did not. As a matter of fact, the state of Missouri did not. Ew. Bears are out at Moraga, which is a little bit, which in the vicinity of San Francisco. And they're playing a very good St. Mary's uh, Gales team, and, and they are good. There's no question about this, but so are the Bears. And Missouri State is in this game and playing very well. It's tie at 46-all about midway through the second half. Tie ball game. All of a sudden, St. Mary's goes on an 11 to nothing run. The Bears finally thwart that run, but then St. Mary's goes on another one and pulls away and wins the ball game by a score of 75-58. to That is the final score. The Bears score a season-low 22 points in the second half. That's most unbears like But make no mistake about it now, St. Mary's is pretty doggone good. They've beaten Notre Dame and beaten Oregon and beaten some of the big-timers. They are a big-timer. They play in the same conference with Gonzaga, usually play Gonzaga for the league championship every year. St. Mary's has a lot to offer. They have, they have a kid who scored 27 last night. He's not necessarily a kid. Matthias Tass, eh, probably from... The Ozarks with a name like that. <laughs> See out in Seymour. He is uh, actually from Estonia. He's 6'10 and about uh, oh, 250, somewhere around there. And the Bears held him to 27 points last night. He was uh, the big scorer for St. Mary's. This is not unusual for this school. They do a lot of international recruiting. They've got a lot of guys from Australia, New Zealand. Patty Mills of the Brooklyn Nets played his. A basketball out there at St. Mary's. Tom Macheri a number of years ago. These and They produced a number of really good players. They have to for that league they play in. 
So St. Mary's comes away with a 75 to 58 win. Bears take off for the holiday and then return home uh, day before New Year's, I believe it is, that they play at the JQH Arena playing Evangel. That's kind of a warm-up game, and then they go into conference play for real. And their first game is against Drake, which is the Missouri Valley Conference preseason pick to win it all. Me a Last tough night, test. though, a tough one for the Bears. 75-58, St. Mary's wins the game. Um, now, that wasn't the only Missouri team, as you mentioned, playing basketball. Yesterday, we had the Mizzou Tigers in St. Louis against Illinois. Split the building. Who walked away with the win? Illinois, big time, and you knew they were going to. They're really, really good, and, and Missouri is not really, really good. I hate it for Conzo because, after all, he's, he's one of us, Conzo Martin, but they can't get it done. Illinois wins 88-63. to You knew it would happen. Illinois has a seven-foot center. <laughs> His name is Kofi Coburn. Now, Coburn played prep basketball at Christ the King in New York, which is here often for the Tournament of Champions, and Oak Hill. It played at both of them, Oak Hill and uh, Virginia, and they've been here. I don't think Coburn was on any of those teams that played here. Seven foot, 285 pounds. He's from Jamaica, not Jamaica, New York, Jamaica, Jamaica. And he he just lit up everybody. 25 points, 14 rebounds. He is really hard to handle, not just for Mizzou or anybody in the Big Ten Conference. He's He is a load. And Illinois is a very good basketball team. 88-63, the Illini beat the Mizzou Tigers who now take off for the holidays and resume play a little bit later on. And we did get uh, Missouri State to do some recruiting in Jamaica, Jamaica. (laughs) Uh, Last but not least, the uh, Mizzou Tigers also had their football team out on the field in the uh, bowl game against Army. Did they get the W? Did not. Army gets the win at the gun. They win it at the final gun. Missouri made a nice comeback. Now, Missouri was playing with a lot of second-string players. Yeah, They're a star player. Uh, Beatty, Tyler Beatty from St. Louis, the Southeastern Conference's leading rusher, did not play. And he didn't play not because he didn't want to, but because the coaches told him not to. Beatty had indicated he was going to turn pro. Hasn't yet, but he said he was going to. Coach Drinkwitz said, hey, look, if you're going to turn pro, you're just hurting yourself by going out and playing in this game. You might get injured. Don't. It's a bowl game, fine, but you have our permission to not play. And as a result, he didn't because the coaches told him not to. Well, that hurt. They also, Connor Basilak is their starting quarterback. He didn't play, has an ankle injury, put in a redshirt freshman. And actually, Missouri played pretty well. Army is not a great team, but they're very fundamental with what they do, and they run the triple option. So at one point in the game, Missouri has a 16-7 lead. Back comes Army and seizes a 21-16 lead. Missouri comes back, takes a 22-21 lead in the final minute of the game. 22-21. That's the score after the touchdown. They go for a two-point conversion to make it a three-point difference, which means that if Army can kick a field goal, it's a tie game. And then they have an overtime. Quarterback has a wide-open receiver. Nobody within light years of him overthrew him. So it's 22-21. Army takes the ball downfield with their very structured running attack, gets in field goal range at the gun, booms one through from 41 yards. Army 24, Missouri 22. Man. That's a tough way to go. That's a heartbreaker. But you can see how the uh, teams and coaches kind of view all these bowl games, especially these earlier ones, that it's almost like a preseason game for a lot of them. Not in the playoff pictures and not of the bigger bowl games, but a lot of these teams and coaches kind of view it as 
Yeah, it's not worth the risk. Well, no team is going to turn down an opportunity to play postseason because you're absolutely right now. You do have spring drills coming up, yeah. but these this keeps the team in shape. The one that is really puzzling to me, the Gator Bowl game, this Wake Forest and Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M pulled out of it last night. Combination, COVID, and injuries. They don't have enough players. So, are they going to cancel the bowl game? No. They've gone in search of another team, and they've come up. Probably, it's going to be announced later today, probably Rutgers. And Rutgers would go in to play Wake Forest in Jacksonville. Gator Bowls, uh, one of the historic yeah, old pretty bowl big games. One. But the big ones that they really care about are the rose, the orange, the sugar, and the cotton, and the fiesta, and uh, the holiday bowl. That's that's a good bowl game as well. Those games, yeah, the players probably get in. But some of the others, no, if they have the op- option of opting out, then they do it. Yeah, well, Ned, you have a wonderful Christmas. I hope you get everything you want. And sir. Merry Christmas to everybody.